Hey, welcome to the UK Spearfishing Podcast. I am your host, Matt. Let's get on with the show. Shut up and sit down. Cool. So thanks for joining us anyway, Maxine. So, hello. Just a, just a small introduction of yourself and uh, maybe... Maybe we'll start with how long have you been diving, and yep. and maybe your first memory of of spearfishing or even free diving. Okay, um, so basically I'm from France. Uh, I'm born on the south coast uh, near Marseille, and uh, where I grew up and uh, started spearfishing. So about thirty. So I'm born thirty six years ago and start probably my fishing. Uh, like the the base of my fishing when I was like five six something like that Follow, following my dad's my uncle's even my granddad a little bit a bit my mum as well but yeah and um so born and, into it really yeah basically yeah and every summer we're on the boats as well so spending the summer on the boat so yeah <laughs> so I suppose that's your first sort of your sort of memory is being out with family and being on the oh, water yeah, and yeah. around the water all the time. Spending yeah, spending days days around on the water uh, in summertime. Um, but spearfishing basically spearfishing came a bit later uh, when I, uh, it came early. The 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 wheel to start came early because of seeing my dad and cousin and all of that. But in France, you're not allowed to spearfish before you're 16 with a spear gun. Okay, right. So I've been doing a lot of uh, rod and line fishing and um, pole spear. Mm-hmm. Because pole spear, you're allowed to have it before you're 16. When the spear gun, you're not allowed to. Oh, okay. So, yeah, that's yeah, the that's, regulation. Yeah, it's a, it's a strange one, really, isn't it? You would think... But, I don't know. They, they, just, um, they just think you are more responsible... I think it's something to do with the law. You are uh, you can be attacked um, uh, to court hmm. if you injure someone and recognize guilty. Blah blah blah. If you're over sixteen, and, uh, yeah. and we can do nothing against you if you're under under sixteen. Probably something like that more than uh, any other common common sense reason. Yeah, when we started, we had dad never gave us the spear guns. We always had the just the, the trident. Yeah. on a pole and you didn't even have any elastic or anything so you used to just we used to exactly swim we didn't even have fins we used to just swim down and you'd get the odd flounder or, or yeah. along those lines but it it's just more fun i think back back when you oh yeah yeah but i i uh i really perfected my technique um to the point i was uh was using like a a two meter broom stick in wood <laughs> and uh heavy and very heavy four four teeth yeah, and and I managed some like like conga heels like up to ten kilo with that. <laughs> so <laughs> what, hit hit it and hold on. Uh, no, it even stoned them, so it was quite funny. And and bring that back up into because the flat we were renting was in Britannia, and uh, the flat we were renting was just by the by the sea. But I had my conga heel on the on the back, going into the lift of the building to <laughs> to go into the flat. It was just like. People just looking at me like, what he's doing? <laughs> and I was like, maybe uh, 
13, 14, 13? Yeah, it's something like that. So, so in France, is there a license system in France for spearfishing? I know Spain and places like that, you have to register. So um, until four years ago, I think, um, you had to get uh, to get a license through the um, the equivalent of the what's this in the UK the fisheries the like the IFCA one. yeah um, and then record your name and uh, sign a paper saying uh, blah 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 uh, since four since four years ago um, I think now you just need a, like a liability insurance and it's all you need ah uh, okay. Um, the, the the plus side of getting involved in one of the uh, federation, we got three federation of uh, three or four federation of spearfishing in France, and they when you pay for your your license, the insurance is included. So oh, okay. it's up to you. It's up to yeah. you. And and roughly it it costs around fifty euros to yeah. affiliate uh, to the to the one of the federation. So. It's not a great deal of money nowadays, really, no. is it? That's brilliant. And, um, yeah, so that sort of brings me into the BSA side of it and the X Club, which you're, you're quite involved in, aren't you? Yeah, I, I took the chair uh, this last summer, well, this yeah. summer, uh, just before COVID started. Um, a good time to start. Yeah, it was a good time to start. Hard, hard, but uh, at the same time, it was good because uh, it gave us some time to build up uh, a base. Yeah. Um, so we started it. We are now like forty members. Oh, so despite despite the COVID, we did well, I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, brilliant. Um, so so now we we're looking forward to have um, uh, more, maybe more, not more members, but more events uh, yeah. with our stamp on it. So. Uh, like I think we're going to try to run a few comps a year and uh, and a few social dives as well. So um, I recognise Joe background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah so, uh, always something spearfishing <laughs> on the television. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, uh, no, no. So yeah, so they, um, so that's 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 a nice thing. And and uh, now we're setting settling nicely down. We are gonna vote in soon our constitution we're gonna vote our um committee because we've been elected uh, you know it was uh like a, i would say a temporary to to restart something yeah and now we're gonna revote our our committee soon um yeah, yeah. and then um and then uh, hopefully next season will be a bit more uh, social than it's been this year yeah hopefully we'll get a bit more freedom next year and see yeah. a few more people yeah, yeah exactly so if anybody wants to get involved with the X Club, um, uh, what's the yeah. easiest way for you guys? Facebook? Oh, the easiest way, we got a Facebook page was mm -hmm. running. We don't have a website or anything like that because we don't have, basically, we don't have much time to to, to create that. So we, we use Facebook as, I would say, 90, 95% of people have Facebook now yeah, and absolutely. using it, even the old ones. So... <laughs> So, um, oh, so we're using that, and uh, you will find so to to join to join the club uh, and see a bit of uh, our activities. Um, so the Facebook page is the best way, mm -hmm. um, and on the page you will find all the information to where to who contacted, uh, how to get uh, your membership to the club, um, and uh, and what else. And then once you go ahead with the 
the membership, uh, you get access to a, a, a reduced uh, WhatsApp group, and uh, and you got uh, you are into a mailing list for all the information related to the club. Uh, so yeah, we've got a small base, but it, it works. It works for now. Yeah, uh, maybe that's... later if we get a guru and into in a, uh, informatic guru, maybe uh, we will set up a website. But we don't really see the need yet. No, no. no I mean, it's just it's another expense for something that's that's new as well. So yeah, Facebook's yeah, no. definitely a definitely a good starting point for that. And you got some great right. people in there as well, haven't you? Oh yeah, well we we got some uh, old guys, um, but we got also some uh, young blood guys. Uh, that's uh, they they are very very good spearos overall, you know. Um, we got Matt Eel, Jack uh, Hatred. Mm-hmm. They both they both did some BSA competition and they maybe yeah. not didn't didn't win, but they came, you know, um, quite highly ranking. Yeah. So, so yeah, and then after you got some old ones been there forever, it seems like. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. So. No worries. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll drop a link for your your Facebook group underneath anyway, underneath no the problem. podcast, no so problem. people can yeah. can have a look. Let's um let's talk about maybe what's the favorite what's your favorite fish to hunt, and then what's your favorite place to spearfish. Uh, it's, it's in, in, the, in, the, in the whole world you, I don't want to know uh, yeah. where yeah but like, like uh, in the in the whole world you know I, I, I've been lucky enough to be able to travel and spearfish pretty much not every I can't can say everywhere but like I've done the Indian Ocean on the South African side on the Australian side I did the Pacific in New Zealand um I did the Pacific in Panama, <laughs> uh, so um, they all are quite uh, amazing places. Um, but I would say that the hunting is too easy there, and uh, and the, the the hunting in the Med is probably the most challenging, but also the most rewarding. I yeah. find, yeah, uh, like yeah, you you really need to push your your technique uh to 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 ve- being very very sharp very precise very still um to to get the nice and big fish you're looking for otherwise you won't you won't even see it probably so and so it's, uh, i'd imagine spending time in the med spearfishing has really helped when you go to other places i don't know like like say cornwall for example when you come down here well just just uh, just an idea to 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 put into proportion um in so i'm i'm been spearfishing in the med since uh, saying i'm 10 so that's 26 years over 26 years in the med i'll probably catch as much fish here in the uk in 6 years yeah. um i can't tell you how many blank have done in the med i can't tell you <laughs> it's just and and sometimes you know you spend 12 hours at sea and then not even nothing not even something you can show this too too small uh, yeah. or you or you see them the worst day is probably this when you see them but they stay out of range and <laughs> but the, the day you manage to make them come close in there and you find the right spot the right the right position on the spot because you know the spots they're not very secret but you know that area is holding the fish but it's where to seek properly yeah, which yeah. way you need to expect the fish to come and all of that um, <laughs> So, 
and one day you find your the right position to have on that spot and then the fish gonna come and that uh, yes. Uh, it's but, a different yeah. it's a different day then. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, well instead of the f a favorite fish to hunt, what about a favorite fish to eat? Do you have oh, a do you have a favorite fish to eat or even a shellfish? I, I quite like uh, I quite like uh, um, flatties. Yeah. Yeah, I find they have a very special taste, uh, like place, flounders, um, yeah. and well, the sole as well. But yeah, yeah that's uh, all flatty, flatties in general. Yeah. Yeah. But a, I don't, good, the prob the problem is I don't look for them. <laughs> 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 I, I don't like eating the sand for hours to find them. So yeah, it's just yeah, it's I more bump I'm more bumping into them. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean there. I'm not. I'm no Nick Collins when it comes to flatfish. I know that much. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> no, brilliant. Well, let's talk about what's what's one piece of kit that you wouldn't be without now, or um, something that's like changed spearfishing for you. Obviously, you've gone from starting with a pole spear to what we have now is just ridiculous. Different. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. We, we got a but, different, but. I think then, that's that is not the best change. The best change is uh, <laughs> is there. <laughs> the best change is there. For anyone uh, that's not watching the video, Maxime has yeah. just held up a rather large percent on the screen. So uh, yeah, so no. this is a this is a a strange one for me. I don't wear one. Yeah, and I I a lot of my friends do. It's not something that I've got, but for you, it's really made a difference. But you spend you spend a lot of time in the water. Like I'll spend, I'm happy to spend nine hours in the water. But yeah, well, yeah, yeah. My my days. You're you know, you're, when, you're you're in there longer than that sometimes, aren't you? When you're out with the. But Frenchmen. when you especially yeah, especially when you have a when you have a boat when you are doing like shore dives, mm -hmm. you are in the water all the time. You can easily flush and all of that. That's okay. Yeah. But when you you do like twelve or fourteen hours at sea on the boat, going in and out and in and out. The thing is, uh, but even when I was younger and doing only short dives, um, you you end up stinking. It's just like a <laughs> disgusting, but um, and the, the infections and stuff like that. After yeah, for sure, it make uh, people smile on the beach. you know, uh, but you can take it away when you walk up at the beach. Yeah, it's um, probably a good idea. Yeah, but it, it's. <laughs> But it, it really that's that's the one piece. After I could still spear a pole spear, mm. yeah, it won't change anything. But really, being comfortable is uh, is the key. Well, uh, when when you see the piece that um, it goes with the the proper wetsuits, the yeah. So no, sorry, I'm just gonna show that. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, it, it, it comes with a proper wetsuit, uh, spearfishing wetsuit. Mm. Um, after well you can die you, sh sure you can dive with a surf suit you can dive with uh, a swimming uh, uh, wetsuit uh, or diving a uh, scuba diving wetsuit yeah for i've done it but um, it's, it's you won't, not, you won't, it's not as yeah. pleasurable is it no 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 <laughs> i wanted to touch on your wetsuit actually because um it's not something that you see a lot is it in the uk your wetsuit my wetsuit what do you mean it's not something you see the one that you wear at the moment is it a blue something blue? Ah, uh, oh, the blue greens. Yeah, the blue greens. No, it's a Greek. Uh, yeah, it's a Greek uh, small make. 
um, there's, is it good a small shop in uh, Athens, well, near Athens, in the south of Athens? Mm. Um, they're doing that. Uh, it's, I just wanted to try something out of the uh, big range because I wanted to custom one. Yeah. It's more because I wanted a custom one than anything else because the big brands, they don't do customs. So uh, the best way to find a custom one, it was to, you wanted to go for a small, a small maker, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, brilliant. And it's do you feel that having a custom suit makes a big difference for you personally? Uh the 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 difference is just in the fit in mm. you know um part of my job is teaching people to, to spearfish so I'm wearing my wetsuit uh, it's like it's like people going into a bank and working you're with a suit. A suit. Yeah. You want you want the proper suit for your the job. Especially uh, when you're in it all day. Yeah, to be comfy all day. So it's more for that than I could do probably with a standard uh, if I wasn't doing the courses. But mm. it would, it's a 20, 30 pounds more for yeah. a custom suit. So, uh, you know, it's it's part of my job. It's part, yeah. So mm. why not getting the extra comfort to make sure he's... Uh, and I'm doing the custom only for the top. The the yeah. bottom part is a, is a normal regular brand. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't bother with the bottom parts. Uh, you yeah. can find something with that fit you properly, uh, but the top, yeah. Yeah, definitely that makes sense. Um, so let's let's head into let's talk about the Frenchman. Your yes. your diving courses and let's talk a little bit about that because it's probably been a strange year for you with everything that's been going on. And then in between all that, I dragged you into doing some filming for a, a YouTube hunting channel. Yes. So let's talk about, first of all, let's talk about your courses, what you offer. Um, let's just give people a bit of an idea of what they can get if they contact you. Yeah. So, um, so, so basically the, the, I'm doing spearfishing courses. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's open to beginners from beginners to experts. And depending on that, I'm going to adapt the course. Uh, like I had beginners, beginner who never, never use a snorkel, never, never, never even free dive, you know, maybe just a bit of uh, snorkeling, but uh, not managing the snorkel. Mm -hmm. So we go from uh, the base of um, uh, the snorkeling base, the free diving base, and then I had some clients this year didn't even touch the spear gun because they were not ready to touch it. Yeah. But but they improve so much, and now I've, I can see them catching fish. So I'm so happy. I'm very happy with that. Yeah, I can imagine. Uh, and then I had some more advanced spirals, like saying, "Oh, uh, because the course is from the boat. I'm not. I'm not doing shore dives. It's no. only from from my boat." Yeah. Um. So, and I had some guys came. They came for two days with me, and uh, they say, "Okay, we want to learn how to use our boat because we've got a little boat as well." Um, to 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 do drift, to to use the electronic as well, to to interpret the electronic, or to play with the tide, and so we we work on that. And uh, yeah, brilliant. And and the same for them. They on the course they manage some like almost four, uh, three point, I think it's three point eight kilo pollock. Um, so some nice nice fish. Um, we we're doing a bit of foraging as well. Um, I'm getting curious on uh, seaweeds and stuff. So a few few seaweeds you can e easily eat, and mm. that they go very well with uh, seafood. Um, a bit of shellfish, uh, lobster, uh, scallops mainly, uh, mussels as well. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's, no, that's the package. So. 
So pretty much you can cover anybody for anything they want with yeah, any level. Um, it's sort of ta almost, tailored almost, to, yeah. to the customer. It's, it's really tailored to the customer. Mm. Um, the, the only thing is um, we won't go further than 20, 25 meters. Mm. That's, yeah. that's the limit because I'm not a deep diver. Well, for some people I am, but I'm not a deep diver. I'm a, you know, I'm not reaching 40, 45 or 50. No. So if, if something happened and, and we're diving 30, I don't feel like I'm able to, yeah. uh, or 35, you know, uh, so my, my limit with a customer would be 20, 25 meters. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. And no, that's, that's good though. I mean, everybody that I don't know anybody that could possibly moan at that. So it's quite a oh, good no, 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 everything, it's, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Just, I mean, it's just, I'm making clear, you know, if you want to go 30 meters, Okay, but you are you're gonna be or thirty five meters, you're on your own because mm. I can't ensure my safety and yours in the same time. Yeah. Or we will put in, in place other other measures than the regular ones, but um like example using a, the dropping weight or so everyone I got a full buoyancy even well, full buoyancy one day start ascending uh, so which help coming back to the surface. So uh, but um, no, I don't want to now like, 20 meters. It's a good, it's already a good range. And for the UK, to be honest, uh, you've yeah. got so much, so much in that range, like the zero to 20, they're just like amazing. Yeah. Especially, I think this year has been, been a bit exceptional as well. Oh, I don't yeah. know. I don't know whether, uh, I, I don't know how, how you feel about it, but I know you do a lot more boat diving. I'm more of a shore diver, but, did you do you think this year there's been more fish around than normal? Maybe say well, I, more I bass wise. I definitely think seeing um, it's been more uh, more fish in general uh, in the shadow. Um, I think the quiet time uh, at sea due to the the COVID and all of that mm -hmm. made them come in. Uh, in June, July, early June, July, with not not many boats out, yeah. coming in very very close in shore. Um, yeah, um, yeah. Saw some 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 section where where we even saw some tuners like a uh, hundred meters away from the harbor. You know, in eight yeah. meters of water, uh, it, it must have the link is there. It must have something to do with the fact it's been quiet for four or five months. Yeah, at the at the beginning of the season, you've sort of, they sort of had the best of all worlds because the commercial guys didn't bother going out because the market wasn't there. Then you didn't have the pleasure boat anglers, the pleasure rod anglers from the shore. You didn't yeah. have us in the water. You didn't have kayakers and people just swimming in general. There yeah. just wasn't there wasn't that pressure on the water. It it had to have made a difference. And well, I, oh, yeah. I, I personally saw it this year. Yeah, definitely, especially in the shore, in the shore side. Mm. After the offshore pinnacles, uh, uh, the, some of some I'm doing that you can reach only by boat. Mm -hmm. um, it's a bit different. Uh, the, the fish is often there. The um, if you if you right, right if you got the tide right, if you got the it's the fish is there. Uh, but for the the close the closing the shore side of it, yeah, it's, it's it was different this year. Yeah, it was richer. And, yeah, um, it, it felt it as well. I think in the water it, itself. 
but yeah, he, he was, but he was, he was pleasant to see that many fish. Oh yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was a good season. Um, there's something, there's some other bits I wanted to touch on. I don't want to keep you too long because it's a Monday evening. No, don't um, worry. I got, I got an hour. <laughs> um, I wanted to touch on anything that you, any trips that you've got planned for next year oh, with the allowance of no lockdown. Um, is there any, thought, well, that you can talk about, you might have some that you're keeping quiet. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. For, for, so it depends, still depending on the uh, uh, being a load or not. Um, I've been asked to be, uh, to come in into a team, uh, uh, for the South African national in oh, okay. February, wow. so that that could be one. Um, I really enjoy that competition. It's a very friendly competition in Denmark, mm -hmm. uh, where I would like to go back. Uh, we did well, well, reasonably well last uh, last year in 2019, but uh, we went with a, a mixed team and we were two teams on one board, so a bit complicated. Uh, but we did not too bad, so I was just thinking going with one team and one and and my board, and make sure we do a proper scouting for a week and all of that to make it taking it seriously. But also the the comps doesn't you know we 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 don't have any link with a sponsor who put the pressure on us to win or so yeah. taking it seriously. In fact, we're gonna scout and all of that, but not not the result. The result would be just the you know. The, how uh, you call that the cherry on top of the cake <laughs> what sort of do you do any sort of prep work before a competition do you spend time working on breath holds um, or stalking oh, any, no, anything so, like this so be before a comp well, there's nothing more there's nothing much to do is just uh, if you keep a general fitness you'll be ready for your comp um, what you can do on the other side is doing your own work. So looking at the map, looking, you know, even watching video to, to try to, to understand where the, the fish is sitting in this area, where, where, where kind of ground you need to look, yep. uh, you know, some, you can fly over sand and, uh, and not seeing anything when people in the same patch are seeing a lot. So, well, well I'm not looking the right way or, and then, and then you, and if you got lucky, like last year, we managed, we still managed to go uh, three days earlier of the comp. Mm -hmm. So we we spent three days on the water and diving the area. Yeah, we yeah. were not, a, we were, we were allowed to shoot that one. Yeah, we were allowed to shoot, but we didn't shoot much any anyway. Um, uh, normally, you're not allowed to shoot on the area. It's going to be the diving area for the comp. Mm -hmm. um, and then we've been diving and uh, putting uh, points, uh, waypoint on, in a chart plotter to be able to come back on it uh, when when the comp gonna the day of the comp. Yeah. So that's the kind of homework you can do. Yeah, a lot of uh, learning, trying to get some knowledge, local knowledge on the area. Yeah, I know. I know it's something that we get asked a lot on uh, on Facebook as well is when guys start out and they want to know where to go and you, you sort of point them in direction of Google Earth and yeah. uh, Magic Seaweed, all these sorts of apps. I think that's that's the best way to go about it. There's something, there's something more fun, I think, about looking and finding your own spots and then working those spots and making them work for you or learning how they work. Yes. Well, like, it's like um, 
Um, I did a, I did a big, uh, I think an hour tutorial of how to explore a new place. Yeah. Uh, in the I think I've, the I've actually pulled up the link for that as well. So we'll put that down below yeah. so people can pull that up. Cause that was yeah, super so, helpful. So it's, it's basically a no clue that, so that one of one guy asked me on mask, can you, can you just do an analyze of the area just, just with the map and so to, to show us a bit. So it's what I've done. And, uh, and it, it ended up, I was, I was quite right because I had some feedback from locals guys saying, yeah, that area wasn't good, uh, this one is good. So, but after, it's the time you're going to spend in the water. Yeah, this is it. Uh, you, you need, you know, um, uh, uh, there's spots where I can tell you, look underneath that rock, look underneath that one, not this one don't bother or yeah, stuff like that. I'm not saying, you know, it's, it's, uh, after is like a proportion Okay, in that, is that in that underneath that rock, uh, eight time of of ten, I find a fish. In that one, maybe you're gonna one every twenty. So, so up to you, the one you're gonna want you want to dive. But <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, I think it's more down to just spending the time in the water. I know you're you're you do it for a living now, but I can't. I, during the summer, I was spending nearly every day in the sea. And some of those yeah. days you couldn't see your hand in front of your face, but I was still in there because no, still in. I do, I, it was just gotten out how to know how that spot worked for me. And then it just sort of all fell into place this year for that, that area. So I think people need to spend, spend more time as long as it's in safe. The water. They need to know yeah. that it's a safe area to dive first, but that comes down to, to looking at things like charts and Google yeah, Earth and yeah, that sort of thing. And Google. We've got Google at our fingertip now. You can type in, in nearly any beach and it will tell you whether right, it's yeah, got a riptide or not or anything, <laughs> can't you? So there we go. But yeah, no, that's yeah. that's a I think that's something people can really I'll I'll make sure we drop that link in below as well so people yeah. can have a good uh like, like watch I know for, for for me I'm using a lot of the boats and mm. like I explained before, is a sometimes I am not even diving i'm just cruising around and trying to find something yeah and then when i find when i spot something on the fish finder i just put a mark on and then when the season the conditions are better or the conditions are you know is clearer because it, i've been cruising during the winter time and below 10 meters is pitch black so there's no point diving there but at the opposite okay i got i find something interesting it was the you know, he seems holding some stuff around it. Okay, well, put a mark on, and the next uh, during the summer when it got a nice clear day, go down and check what was there. And then I find this nice, yeah, I find some different nice little rock in the middle of sand patches uh, mm -hmm. that hold uh, some fish, but also some lobsters and stuff. Like that. So, yeah, you you need to do your own work, and and if you do shore dive, if Honestly, the coastline is so so amazing all all along. You, what you need just to be careful is the tides to not being to put yourself in a tricky position. But after you can you can swim for five hours, six hours. It's not you know, and that's why keeping also the condition is also the key. If you yeah. keep your condition, or oh, you're going to be able to swim these four five hours. Mm. Uh, we're trying. So in France, you were allowed to uh, shoot uh, tuna. Mm -hmm. um so the but in the, in the same time you need to apply through the French federation to get a tag there's a tagging system so yeah. we got like a few tags every year in the federation for spearfishing so we 
my friend applied for the in France. They applied for the the, the tag is one pair boat. Right. Um, so it's one fish pair boat, and for the year that's all you have. But um, you're organizing that as a team more than as a, just a single spiro. Yeah. Um, and trying because you can spend a good, you know, there's a story of some guys who've been doing it and they say, well, we, we went 10 times out and it's only at the 10th time we find the tunnels. Mm-hmm. So that's nine trips with a blank and we didn't find anything. So it's, it's a lot of commitment, a lot of, uh, uh, the kit as well, uh, to, to be fair, the kit, uh, to keep properly for tuna and sort of, you're going to spend like uh, maybe 1500 pounds yeah. or euros roughly is what you need. It's a minimum to be kit up, up properly. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, let's let's so, touch on that a minute. Yep. Um, I've seen your Frenchman guns. I'm quite a big fan of your guns. <laughs> is there a blue water Frenchman gun or what are you using? Break us down what, what rig you're using for the, for the tuna. Uh, the pan for the tuna, uh, we have, uh, I got 120 Rob Allen mm-hmm. um, with uh, a double flopper, but the uh, asymmetric ones, so they, they're not in the, so, yeah. they're not like that, they uh, yeah, asymmetric one, um, and another gun will be uh, probably a wooden, wooden gun, a three band wooden gun with uh, a slip dip 120 as well yeah and then you're you running um, both of those on a breakaway back to uh so one would be on the reel mm-hmm. because it would be the second the second shot yeah and and the first the first one would be on the on the uh, breakaway, breakaway rigging brilliant yeah what what uh what float are you running on that or have you not decided quite yet uh well I, I got the robs already i got mm. two three two robs uh one so 120 135 uh and i got the free diver uh the rigid one uh, 15 mm. liters and we're probably gonna have a plan in maybe another 30 yeah um, so yeah brilliant i look yeah. forward to uh look forward to so, hearing about this so hopefully yeah hopefully it's, it's, it's <laughs> yeah i remember we had a chat in um in Tony's shop back in August and it is a lot of work yeah. but there's also quite a big reward at the end of it not just for the diver but for the whole team it's more of a team effort rather than oh yeah def- definitely yeah rather than one person heading out paying their fee yeah. shooting a fish it's more of a, everyone's putting the effort in everyone's working together yeah I, I, yeah I've got a lot of time for that I think that's a good idea it's something that hopefully one day we'll have here Oh yeah, well, I don't see how we can't uh, have it here in the UK. It's just uh, doesn't make sense yet. No. But it doesn't make sense. Uh, hopefully, things we're gonna gonna turn. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Well, um, we'll finish up in a minute, Max. But is there any? What would be like your main piece of advice for somebody? Say they've just gone out. They've just discovered Joe PK's channel, and they yeah. they want to go out and buy a spear gun. Other than getting on a Frenchman course, what would yes. be your first piece of advice to them? Keep it simple. Mm. It's it's really um, uh, I will I will say two two uh, two two advice. Keep it simple for your equipment, your gear. Yeah. And um, and and stay safe. Mm. So staying safe is it goes from. Um, 
don't don't think jumping somewhere like randomly no just maybe ask uh, ask people it, that's the, not the sports no you know they're going to give you the sport anyway but maybe just ask people ask whether it's safe to get in is it safe out. to go there or is it safe or what's the way to dive that area is it a better way to do it a better timing to be safe yeah so that's 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 one thing keep keep and for the your kid keep it simple mm. um single bounds uh the argument around the real note real uh, <laughs> it's uh, but single length of wrapping, not not a double length, a single band, a small narrow spear gun, so you can very handle it, um, move it very easily. Um, the fins, if you need to start with plastic fins, start with plastic fins. That's not a that's not an issue. No. I start I started with a, like a um, basically the diving diving yeah. fins, and I still get fish so. Yeah, that's it. I think I think when we started out, well, we didn't have fins when we first started out, and then we moved on to uh, bodyboard fins. We did we used to bodyboard yeah. a lot, so we moved on to those, and then all of a sudden we walked into a dive shop, and there was these huge, great um, <laughs> fins on the wall, and I said, "What are they for?" And it's like, "Ah, spearfishing." And I was thinking, "Why am I going around with these little tiny bodyboard fins then?" Yeah, but yeah. the thing is, uh, like, uh, like for me, when uh, when you are fifteen or like fourteen or or even younger. Mm. Feeling with long fins is not good for your ankles. You no. may strain. You may strength. You know. You can. You may hurt your your ankles. So, uh, go with you. What's what's fit your size? Basically, it's just uh, when you after when you start being sixteen, seventeen. Yeah, maybe your first pair of long fins could be uh, could be then the option. But to start with, don't. If you're younger, yeah, don't don't bo- don't worry about the fins. Just keep keep it simple. Get in the water. I think is the is the main thing that I took from that. Maxime is get in there and enjoy it as well. Yeah, I was, I was, I was yeah. in the water, and then and and then you get confident, and then, um, like example, you realize that underwater is not quiet. <laughs> no, you definitely know, isn't is it? Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> people are people are thinking, oh yeah, I put my head in the water. It's all quiet. There is no noise. Bad. It's just because you don't know how to listen. <laughs> like sometimes, so, sometimes it can be deafening. <laughs> yeah, it's just like a, say. Sometimes you know, I I jump in the water and I say to the guys, we're on the boat. Okay, there's some fish there around us, so keep an eye because the viz is short. Maybe we were diving in one or two meters of viz. Yeah. But I say the the fish is there. I can hear it, and you land, and I'm gonna, you manage to come back on the surface with like a, I don't know, five, six, seven pounds fish. And they were, what do you find it? <laughs> just listen, just listen. He's going to come to you. Don't run after him. He's going to come to you. And you just need to listen. Um, some other area where I, I, I go in and then, and then there is very quiet. I don't hear anything. I don't say, I say, okay, well, we don't stay there. There's nothing. Um, probably, you know, people will say, oh, yeah, but it's, it's, maybe he's going to, you, you, I'm sure you can find a fish. Yeah, I'm sure you can find one, but how hard you're going to have to work and how many dollars you're going to have to spend. Yeah. So you're going to waste the time. Um, yeah. I, I'm, yeah. So because I'm not shooting every, every fish I see, um, I'm trying to be very, very selective on the fish I'm, I'm shooting. Uh, if I don't see them in my few first dive, 
I, I change sport. I'm not I'm not gonna spend my whole day diving one pinnacle that. and then not seeing anything. Yeah, I'm just no I'm moving. The the big advantage of the boat is the fact we're moving a lot. So, um like I think this summer I average like twenty nautic miles every day. <laughs> so when you look for some people is uh, like uh, you know um it's it's a lot it's a lot um yeah <laughs> it's, it's what you need to do to to get onto the fish and well yeah. and the fish that you've got onto this season oh yeah yeah, yeah. i've got some yeah i've got some nice fish this season but um like uh there's some places you you're gonna dive it the tide is that way and you say oh no it's not ready i can't it's too 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 much I'm I'm just thinking one 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 spot in Senen, the tide was ripping, and I say no. I just put a mark, a float on it, so you add the robalin like straight <laughs> like that in the water. Yeah, and I say, and suddenly I just saw it doing that. I say, okay, we can go on because the tide was slacking off, and then yeah. dive on it. It and dropped then, right off, and then yeah, and then you can you can eat some stuff. You can you can find things. You is a lot of uh, scouting and and I also also use a lot of rod and line, you know. Uh, yeah. Some places when you are diving on 28, 30 meters, uh, you don't want to do like a 60 dive during the day at that depth. So what I do, I just rod and line on it and see what's bite on the and and like that I find some uh, cod spots because and I managed to, and then at the time after I dive did a few dives on it. And find and managed to 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 shot a, a few cards, um. So yeah, it's it's, it's learning an area. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a that's a good idea as well. Dropping a rod and line down and having a little poke around and see what you can find and yeah, yeah. And that's a really good idea. The other thing that I forgot to mention was uh, the Southern Cast competition that you won this year. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, a very nice picture of you on the front there that I'll put onto our Instagram later on so people can have a look. But yeah, yeah, that was a, that was quite a good, good comp there this year. Well, I think your, your Pollock was what? 6.35 kilos. Is yes, that right? that's right. Yeah. And sea bass at 5.4. Yes. <laughs> that was, uh, yeah. This, this, the bass arrived uh, very early season. Mm. Uh, I think it was July. Or, yeah. July. Yeah. Um, and uh, the Pollock arrived like two weeks before the end. Um, but it, it's been very challenging. There's, uh, I was talking about uh, Jack Hatred, yeah. who's been been leading until until that two weeks. Um, he had more fish than me. He had uh, more species, more weight. And uh, and then I was seeing the days going <laughs> and all of that. And, uh, but finally, I managed to, to, I managed to find the... Uh, the extra fish to get the extra point I needed to to come first, but but this this I find this uh, kind of competition very uh, very interesting and uh, maybe more rewarding than the single day. Yeah, uh, because you 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 have the time. So if you don't if you don't go out, basically you're not going to win. That's for sure. But if you go out and try to go regularly, you can enter a fish. Yeah, and. And any, anyone time. anyone can enter this really yeah yeah it's, it's, it's a fully open comp yeah and then and then you got four or five months to to manage your fish so uh, it, sure maybe the first or second uh, place won't be reachable at the beginning but you know um 
you can quickly what's what's sad is it was 35 people in uh, in the camp or something like that and uh, if you if you look how many people enter a fish as at least one fish is 20 so yeah. that means 15 people didn't even bother either way weighing them fish i don't know i don't understand but no. but the the, the 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 format of that competition because you got uh, a weight category so that was for the uh, pollock uh, place yeah uh, flat fish bass and ras yeah and that's the that's the four weight category and after you had the catch category where uh, it was bream mackerel trigger fish so so that means you have to change your style you have to adapt you have to look for new ground like trigger fish i'm not a very a big fan of eating them mm. uh, but the thing is so that i don't dive much for them but I managed to find uh, I managed to find them to, uh, this year to 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 win that competition, um, yeah. uh, and then and then it's well the fish is, hasn't been wasted it's just been given to friends because I don't I don't fancy them I don't I don't know people saying it's good but I don't fancy them, um, so and after for the the bass and the pollock and the pollock they they were so quiet this year i find i find it very hard to find them mm. um because the bass the bass was so full on every every spot where normally you see you see a few bass and the pollock the pollock were quiet or you could see only the small ones and then and then they had to wait until like october that the the bass starts slowing down quietly yeah. Um, to find larger pollock, and then okay, add, I'm not saying add small pollock, but add small like pollock between around under the four kilo, just under the four four kilo mark, which is already a nice big fish. But I know you, I can find like the large one I shot, the last one I shot, uh, but we could I couldn't find them. Never trying to dive deep, shallower rakes and everything. Yeah, well, I was finding this four kilo fish, but I couldn't find any any bigger one. <laughs> and then uh, finally, I got this one, uh, and this one was on the reef was normally full packed with bass uh, a month before, and then now the bass was starting very quiet on that day, and uh, and I saw this one coming out of the kelp. <laughs> so um, it's a good fish. Yeah, good fish. Good looking fish. I've just pulled um, it up on your uh, your Facebook now. Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, what? What? Uh, and then the ras. Well, the ras. I just doesn't matter the weight I'm gonna get. I'm not gonna shoot many ras. I just shot one. Yeah. I do my annual uh, ras ceviche, <laughs> and uh, that's that's all I do because you know they 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 good eating. I'm not saying they're not bad eating, but is it just like so? Uh, when you say that in English. Like, it's like a dog it's like a pet almost you know and just you, you're sitting down in the kelp they're just like there next to you <laughs> just so you almost feel sorry for them but they do yes, make yes. a good ceviche that's the problem yes yes they do they do <laughs> I th- uh, i've only had one this year that a friend yeah. of mine shot and we ceviched it but I, I just enjoy them for that but they like you say they are almost you feel sorry for them at the time yeah uh, just uh, so uh, you know like i shot i think the one i shot this year was two nine or two eight no two nine uh, i was just looking then actually yeah two nine two nine yeah two nine 
it's a good rasp, but uh, Jack shot Jack the three three. Yeah, brilliant. Got a three three, but I say I'm I'm not gonna I'm I'm not gonna shoot another one just because I don't want unless I really I'm sure it's over that that three kilo mark. Yeah, and it's, but if you are shooting like a one uh, fifty grams heavier, no no point at all. No, yeah. No. So yeah. And then yeah. the funny things was the macro as well. Macro, yeah. just... <laughs> just looking at the macro yeah, yeah. listings. Uh, yeah, I had I had, a, I had two macro on one shot. I had a big big school coming. I just shoot the first one, and and top the second one by in the tail. So <laughs> so yeah, it was quite funny. Two for the price of one. So so they do it. So you're allowed ten macro, and each one just goes for five hundred points. Yes, that's the point category, the catch category. Yeah. I would say I call it. Um, and then in the weight category is the one one point one gram basically. Yeah. This um yeah, it's definitely something that I think more people would, would should be getting involved in, really. It's a, it's a, it seems like a good fun Yeah, it's a good, good fun, fun league. Um the price the price they go all the way down to the sixth place. Mm. So you you know, you you still have quite a lot of chance to get something. So um, there was a Congo Ale category as well. Well, I didn't get involved into that one. No. But, but I think the Congo has been uh, entered is about uh, maybe two or two, two or three kilo, mm. which is for a Congo is very small. So I don't I don't know uh, I don't know why people don't get involved. It's, it's, I think I find that more fun competition because it's running for a long time. So and it's all it's yeah. really pushing you to to change your style of fishing. Because, like for example, the, the triggers. Well, I had to do a, like a rock diving. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went we went inshore uh, in reef, inside reef, and then uh, I spent like probably an hour and a half upside down. Just looking at looking in holes. Checking in the cave in the in the holes because uh, at that time of the year they were now like after September they start going into into holes and you don't find them much in the open. Well, no. uh, only Nick Collins find them in open, but <laughs> Nick Collins um, would find them in a freshwater boating lake. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but yeah, no, it's really uh, it's it's well, it's basically just uh, really uh, I find yeah, I really enjoy that one. Yeah, I really enjoy that uh, that 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 comp. Yeah, hopefully they're going to run it next year. So yeah, it's definitely something that I'll uh, I'll pay a little bit more attention to next year. I think when I. And when you think the entry, you know, the entry was nine euros ninety nine, I think, yeah. eight pounds. So. Yeah, it's, it's nothing really, is it? Well, that's like the price of a beer nowadays, isn't it? Yeah, almost. Yeah, <laughs> two beers. Eh? If you're generous, done in Cornwall. Done in Cornwall is two beers. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know if you've seen the prices down at Padstow now. It's probably probably half a pint now. But yeah, no, I think that's um for a first first podcast so thanks very much for putting the time welcome, in mate. it's uh, massively appreciated and hopefully it will only improve as time goes on won't have headsets dying halfway through and yeah. things, so. but no thanks and, uh, very much for your time man and we'll make yeah, sure well, that we hopefully we next year we in. can uh, hopefully next year we can do that uh, that event done done your way yeah it's definitely oh, something oh, we need to we need to have a chat about and get organized yeah, i think yeah, yeah getting organized because i think it's, it could be nice could be nice yeah. It's just it's I think it's good to get a lot a lot of guys together when ninety percent of the summer we spend 
in our own little sort of areas doing our own thing it's quite nice when you all come together and have a bit of a laugh isn't it oh yeah definitely definitely there is that there's also the fact you know um for me this year uh um i just do uh, uh, just a a side stuff uh, about the business Mm -hmm. um um, just uh, to